It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Filling in for Arthur Idala today is executive producer of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, Joan Pelzer. Do I drive you crazy? I hope I don't drive you all crazy. This is Joan Pelzer, otherwise known as Joni, sitting in the big chair for Mr. Arthur Idala for the next two nights. Please don't turn your dial. Please stick with us. I promise it's going to be two nights of amazing shows with some really interesting guests. And I have to my right, Mr. Alex G. Alex Garrett. Hello, Hello Alex. How are you doing tonight? I'm we can doing never well. turn the dial when you're on, okay? So- I hope not. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's been a busy weekend for Matt and I here at the studios, but hey, we're here with you. That's what that matters right now. I so. heard you got a lot of techie stuff going on. We're getting new systems. Mm-hmm. We're upgrading. I mean, AM radio is growing. Talk radio is growing. AM radio is growing, but apparently a lot of electric car manufacturers don't feel that way because they're eliminating AM radio from their vehicles. And we're going to talk to Lauren Fix tonight about that on Motor Monday because I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, they definitely provide a much needed service that you're going to want to have another outlet in case you know stuff hits the fan. You want to know you'll be able to tune stuff, into your car. Stuff hits the if fan. Stuff hits the fan. We're talk right. radio and we can't say the other word, <laughs> or you'll have to bleep me. I'll bleep myself. And speaking <laughs> into the microphone currently, or was with thank a you. Knicks hat on, is Mr. Matthew Sambalino, oh, thank you. Thank otherwise you. known as co-host. I, I, you know, look. <laughs> I think I can be considered co-host at this point. We're all co-hosts. Well, the aren't thing we? about that is nominating ourselves. The thing about it, the promo actually says co-host Sam Bellino, Joni, and Alex. Thank oh, you. Of course, and I put that in the notes every single time. We just got to dig each other, kind of like Jimmy Kimmel dug a little bit last night at the Oscars. Who watched the Oscars? Not I. Not I, us. I was here. So. You were here. You probably slept on Crowley's couch, didn't you? Does uh, he know that? I, full disclosure, I did lay my head down for a few hours, but I think I did. You use your own the, pillow. I, I used his pillow. Was it a my pillow? Uh, I don't think it was. It was, it was the couch. <laughs> my parents the couch have pillow. my pillow. My parents have my pillow. <laughs> Who, by the way, are listening right now? So shout out to Roz and Al. Also shout out to some folks in Huntington, New York. My aunt and uncle, Aunt Moody and Uncle Al, who actually got to speak to Frank from Staten Island directly and listen to him at 1 a.m. Oh, good. Isn't that fun? So we have a lot of exciting things happening tonight. We hope that your drive home is safe. 
because Governor Hochul has declared a state of emergency, apparently in New York. New Jersey is not so far behind. Uh, right now it's raining. It's been misting all day. How are you getting around with your skate, Alex? I mean, rain? I did not look at the weather, so I might have to switch and pull an audible and put on my boot to, end, yeah, I to would, leave yeah, here. Yeah, so. just be careful. I don't want you slipping and sliding if it gets a little, like, icky, white, you know, dark. Not, and let me tell you, the area ice? around here is pretty slick if, it, if yeah. I don't watch it. Yeah, so. it is. I mean, even my little rain booties, if you're walking on, like, a subway grade or something, it's a little slippery, so right. just be careful. And I think it's 8 p.m. tonight, right? That's what they were saying. So 8 yeah, it starts at 8 p.m. into tomorrow. I mean, it's middle of March. We're almost at the St. Patrick's Day parade at the end of the week. Arthur will actually do the cocktail that he was going to do last week, but it's more of a St. Patrick's Day cocktail. He'll do it this week for the St. Patrick's Day parade. Are you guys going to go? Uh, I'd love to go. But, but you're working. Even more so, I'd love to get me uh, some shepherd's pie. Shepherd's. Ooh. I'll have to make make sure I bring you some. Didn't we all go? Yes, we did. Last year, we celebrated the night of St. Patrick's Day. We went yes, downstairs we to Trinity Bar. Oh, that's right. I missed out on that for you some missed reason. That, oh, I was we in all Texas got last Shepherd's year. Pie. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the first year. And now we're in our second year. Can you believe this? This is technically show 277 for us. Whoa. Yeah. 277, and I'm here. Well, there's a lot of things going on. So not only do we have Miss Lauren Fix coming on. Last week, we celebrated International Women's Day by having her on Wednesday. So we could do a real profile on who she is. One of the biggest women in the auto industry, which is a big deal, and she's in a Hall of Fame as well. So we're going to have her tonight, and tonight we're going to talk a little bit about how you can protect your own car. Not just going to a place, but what you need to keep in mind, what you need to check. Your check engine light is one thing, but other things you need to check. That's going to be our first guest. And our second guest, I'm very excited about because you guys know I love theater and I help run AMT Theater in New York City on 45th Street. We are going to have the man whose name is the AMT, Albert M. Tapper, who wrote a brand new musical. He's going to join us tonight to tell a little bit about his history. And I want you to guess in the beginning where he's originally from based on his accent. I'm not Mm. going to tell you. Don't read my notes. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars the bank collapse. There's been some bank collapsing. And what's going on in Brooklyn with sports? We're going to talk about that a little bit. And we can't forget the Oscars. we got to talk about the Oscars. So should we start with the Oscars? I think we definitely should because it was last night. And right. I'm a little tired how from did having you, how stayed How did Jimmy up. Kimmel do as host? Phenomenal. He talked about the slap without naming who did it last year. And he was really funny because he talked about, you know, do what you did last year. Nothing. Because the audience didn't react, didn't do anything. They just kind of sat there. He came in as if he were in the Top Gun movie and he came on a parachute. It was really funny. I thought it was fantastic. There were some amazing winners. Um, you know, the the everything, everywhere, all at once, won everything phenomenal, phenomenal to see these actors win. I got to name them. Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Ki, Ki Hua Kwong. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not pronouncing that. I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering that, and I'm so sorry. Ki Hua. Um, Jamie Curtis, also from the movie Best Supporting Actress, and then Best Actor went to Brendan Fraser, Fraser from The Whale. Did you see The Whale? No. No. Alex is no. shaking his no. head. You got to no. talk instead of shaking your head. Because in no. radio, they really can't see you. 
But is it true that he gained all that weight? Is that what they say? He or what, gained what some weight, but it was all prosthetics, wow. but that he could still speak and talk and, and everything. So it was quite a night. Now, I have a question. Were yeah. all of these movies released in theaters theatrically? You know, because I know due to the pandemic, yes. a lot of stuff is going straight to streaming. Well, and remember Top Gun, now. he wouldn't, he waited right. two years yeah, because he, he wanted it to go in theaters. This movie was designed to be. I need theaters. a research assistant, and I'm I'm the host tonight, so I can't have somebody researching where they all release directly. Alex, your uh, job, I will, research I where they all directly for in theater. Tonight. But I love that Top Gun, that he, Top Gun Maverick, that he had waited so that it would be released. He wasn't at the Oscars. Um, he was somewhere else. We don't know. They did win one award, um, Top Gun. I don't know which it was. I should probably look that up. I think it was up. for Best Sound. Maybe I think it was for yes best because they recorded like yes they recorded the um, the actual engines they mm-hmm. recorded actual jet engines it's pretty cool I saw the movie I I loved it I loved it loved it loved it loved it I saw it at home though I have to tell you all right so what else is going on did you know the NYPD is losing cops did you know that uh, yes because uh, I have a lot of people that I know work for them is it your brother my brother yeah. I was once a part of NYPD once, yes, as you well were, you were um, I, I know I'll we be had honest, a guest on the talk to you right about that I, about I, school agents I can't blame the cops for wanting to leave the city yeah. when they feel like they are handicapped as far as doing their job well we spoke to the chief of patrol Chell and we spoke to the chief of transit Kemper who both told us that they were putting more cops in transit and more cops in Times Square. So what we'll do is we'll request the NYPD come on again and talk to us about the fact that they are saying that they're losing cops and there's way too much overtime. Those are the two top things we're hearing, that low pay and too much overtime. Yeah, the other day I was on the subway and I saw an ad for becoming a police officer in Virginia. So oh, wow. they are definitely here. Well, if you have New York experience. Right. And, you know, they know that it's probably a, a lot cheaper cost of living. And um, they are definitely trying to woo New York City cops and yeah. anyone else away from New York. Well, I have friends that, that are eventually going to move to Virginia. I hate to see them go, but, I mean, I understand people wanting to do this. And I do know a lot of cops are retiring earlier. Right. Guess what else today is? What is today, The Joan? 10th anniversary of the Pope. Oh, very cool. It's his 10th anniversary. Vatican City is celebrating Pope Francis. And being this is a Christian radio channel, you know, we want to celebrate that. I am Catholic and I support the Pope. I did not see him when he came to New York, but my parents did. And and my sister-in-law's mom got to see him when he came Is there a parade or a party that they're going to throw? They were doing things in uh, the Vatican. I'm not exactly sure what they were doing. Hey, research guy, Alex. Can you look that up? (laughs) I'll look that up as well. And let's just briefly talk about something negative, unfortunately. Both in California and in New York, Silicon Valley Bank, $200 billion in assets, second largest bank collapse. New York Signature Bank, $110 billion in assets. I didn't say that as a mistake. Billion. Third largest failure in history. This is not good. So should we keep putting our money under the mattress? I think so. Yeah, it's probably I safe for that. I think so. There. Or yeah, maybe I, we yep. should have someone on like uh, like we had Brock Pierce to talk about crypto. And maybe we'll look into that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Drive safely if you're driving. If you're home, mom and dad listening to me on Alexa, thank you very much. And we'll be right back after this break.
It's Dr. Lederman about innovative cancer treatment options often hidden elsewhere. Dr. Lederman discusses all options, what every doctor should do. Patients are amazed at Dr. Lederman's first-in-America radio surgery hidden options, non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment where we attack the cancer. I'm Dr. Lederman for your loved one with cancer treatment options that may have been hidden from you when most needed. For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work or isn't wanted, call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free cancer treatment booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Learn about hidden cancer treatment options. Hidden no more with Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. I will tell you that there is no better medicine, for me anyway, than spending time with my children. And when we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we can worry about that when we're older or we become sick. And nothing could be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you really want? It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know their stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years, and they'll help make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person consultation in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, you'll have a consultation with a lawyer. Just call Monday with our very dear friend, Ms. Lauren Fix. How are you tonight, Ms. Lauren Fix? I am great. Thanks I just for love your name. Back. I love your name. Uh, I married the right guy 37 years ago. What you can I say? so <laughs> did. You so did for based on what you do. So Lauren is with us tonight, and it's a very special evening uh, because... New York City and the state of New York are having, and New Jersey, are having some really severe weather right about now. I did not expect this to be how we would start our conversation tonight, but it's so appropriate to have you on tonight to talk about this. Apparently, New Jersey declared a state of emergency in five counties. They're expecting snow. There's a big nor'easter, and Governor Hochul declared a state of emergency in New York ahead of what's coming tonight. So, Lauren Fix, I know you're up in Buffalo. Are you in Buffalo currently? I am currently in Buffalo. I'm supposed to fly out tomorrow. We shall see. We shall see. Yes, absolutely. So we had talked about a plan for tonight, wanting to talk about what people can do 
to a save money if they if they need to do something with their car. But first and foremost, how to know what you need to do to your car. So now is the most appropriate time. So if I'm getting ready for a nor'easter today, what should I be conscientious of when it comes to my car? Well, this is very common that people forget this. Number one, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. You know, I, this happened last the last snowstorm, the snowstorm before it. If you don't have to go out, seriously, don't just go out. Go, well, I'm going to go see what things look like. I was out for the Weather Channel because I'm also on Fox Weather, and I'll be on later on tonight talking live here from Buffalo. But I will tell you the most common problem that we have is that people go out with bald all-season tires. They think all-season means they can drive in any season. That's not true. The truth of it is you need winter tires if you're going to drive in the snow properly, even if you have all-wheel drive or 4x4, which I have. I've got an all-wheel drive SUV, and I have snow tires because they're different, and they really make a difference when it comes to gripping in the snow. Uh, it, there's a million different brands out there. I like the Blizzax personally. People ask me all the time. But uh, remember, it's like wearing a snow boot. You could wear a sneaker and get good traction when it's summer out. But when the winter hits, you want to wear a snow boot. It's really soft. You want to fill that up with snow to get that snow-on-snow traction. The only other choice is all seasons, and they really don't work well when it's below 40 degrees, which is when it snows. So even though the salesperson told you, oh, that'll work great year-round, that is not the truth. Uh, And anyone that knows anything about snow tires knows better. Now, what you can do, one, when you go to bed tonight, if your car is parked outside, Put your wiper blades, reach over, grab your wiper blades. If you can, not every car allows for this. And put those wiper blades straight up in the air. You just grab the wiper blade arm. It should be able to go straight up. Some cars you can't. If you can do that, it makes it easier to scrape the windshield tomorrow morning when you have to go somewhere. Oh, wow. That's I didn't know that. So it's not simple. So it's yeah, not stuck to the window. So they're not right. on the window. They're sticking out. Right, because if they're stuck to the glass, you know what happens? They freeze. You go through with your ice scraper, and then you cut the wiper blade, and then it doesn't do its job. So that's one thing you can do. Two, uh, remember, you could have frozen locks. Even if you've got a remote control or key, if a lock is frozen, you can use WD-40. You can try that. Don't hold your breath. It may not work. You may need to drag a hairdryer out there with a long extension cord, which I've done. Um... It's not fun, but if you don't have a garage, and a lot of people don't, this will give you one option there. Uh, Other things you can do for the winter besides carry an emergency kit. Now, you may have just a regular one you bought at AAA or whatever. That's fine. I want you to get a duffel bag or some bag that you have laying around the house, anything. could be a bag from TJ Maxx. And you're going to put an extra winter coat in there, some boots, socks, gloves, hat, and a scarf. And you may think that's crazy. I'm already wearing that stuff. Well, you could always help somebody else as well. But the nice thing is if you're really in trouble and you're stuck in the car for 24 hours, you'll be very grateful that you have all these items. Uh, The problem is you can't leave an electric car or a hybrid or a gasoline-powered car running all the time. And that's where you want is the heat. So you'll have to, if you get stuck... Which happens on the highways. It's you, happened we all know recently. This. There was that yep. whole big mess on the highway, and there were people that were stranded and had nothing. Right, and they got stuck in their car. So I, I always suggest on your way home tonight, maybe you have to go out tonight before the snow hits, try to go to like some mass merchandiser or grocery store or, or a convenience store or like a Walgreens or some sort of store and get hand warmers and foot warmers. Now, you may think, oh, I have them. They, they last for a long time. But if you don't have them, you should carry them for everyone in the car, especially little ones. Now, they're not going to be able to have it directly on their skin, and you shouldn't either because their skin is softer than ours. 
So make sure that you have a pair of socks to go over that. You don't want to keep their feet warm and their hands, little hands warm. Um, also, if you got pets, leave them home. It's the safest place to be. Yeah. Don't take them with you in the car. I know a lot of you like to do that. Um, remember, de-ice your washer fluid. If you're filling up on fuel, I would do it tonight, not tomorrow. My dad always says keep a full tank of gas. I mean, those for those that have electric, you're plugged into mm-hmm. your garage. But what if you lose power? But if you have you gas, nothing. my dad said it's heavier if you have a full tank of gas. I drove in the snow in Oswego, New York, and I got stuck in a blizzard, but I had a full tank of gas. Right, and because a gallon of gas is seven pounds. You may not know that, but there's your interesting information for the day. I did not know day. that. Yeah, seven, seven pounds a gallon. Uh, also, when you uh, go to the gas station, you might see different washer fluid, the blue stuff that we always use. That's great for the summer. Horrible for the winter because it freezes. You may see purple or green or orange or yellow any color other than blue is what's called de-icer washer fluid. So that's what's called refreeze. So you use your squirters, right? And you get the squirters on using your wiper blades. And then you go, oh, I, I cleared everything off. And then it freezes back up. That's called refreeze. And so to get over that, you de-icer washer fluid. It has a different product inside. You can use it year-round if you want. But really, it's designed for the winter. So that's something that's highly recommended. Uh, if you don't know how to use jumper cables and you're thinking, I got to get a set of something, find a jump box. You can jumpstart a car without having a second vehicle. A lot of times you can't get to it because the battery may not be on the one side where you are. It might be on the sidewalk side and the other person's vehicle is on the other side. The jump box is the best gift ever. You plug it in the wall, get a full charge, keep it in your vehicle, especially on days like this. You can pop the hood, connect the, the cables, start your vehicle. I love that that because you know what? People are taking more and more road trips, especially Mm -hmm. during COVID. People weren't able to fly or do public transit, and they were jumping Mm -hmm. in their cars and taking road trips. I think things like that are really important to have even in the summer. No matter what time of year, you never know where you're going to end up and when you're going to get stuck. Yeah, you don't know. And I always tell people, you know, if you're really unsure and, and you've had your car checked, that's great. But even if you have a new car, you should have it checked for the winter. You're supposed to do that back in November, and we'll ask you to do it again in April for National Car Care Month. But really just getting all those things together and trying to be prepared is so important. A small shovel if you have some, a bag of kitty litter is good if you get stuck. What about, Um, like, checking your oil and your tire pressure and your battery? Are those things that we should be conscientious of? Sure, if you know what you're doing. So checking your tire pressure is super easy. Either you have an old stick gauge, which I hate because it's like a thermometer under your tongue. You can read it, but it's not as good as a dial gauge. Uh, you can get those in any auto parts store. They're between 5 and $15. You can buy even more fancy ones that speak to you if you wish. But how do you get the right tire pressure? You do it in the morning when the tires are cold or the car's been sitting for quite a few hours. You open up your driver's door on every vehicle, and there's a sticker inside the door. That sticker will tell you the correct tire pressure for your car. And to give you an idea how specific it is, you could have two of the exact same cars with different trim levels. Like, let's say you've got an SX trim and an EX trim. They'll have different tire pressures. So make sure that you check that vehicle for that door. That sticker inside the door is correct for that vehicle. Check it in the morning. Tires are cold. Check the number. If you need air, you can buy a compressor that adds, you plug one end into your uh, cigarette lighter, the other end into your tire. You can add air. Or if you do go to a gas station, bring your tire pressure gauge because you know what people do. They fill it up with air and then they throw the tire gauge on the ground and it's far from accurate. Absolutely. So, Lauren, we have about two more minutes left. 
What else can we do on our own to stay safe or to check unless if we can't like get to a gas station or, or to a uh, mechanic? Okay, there's a couple things you can do on your own. Like it's it's kind of late in the game to be going now. I'll call a mechanic, right? Um, yeah, right. If you got a check engine light, obviously that's something you need to know. If it's a red check engine light, don't drive your car. Yeah, wait. Get a tow truck. That's something you don't want to do, and you should have had your oil changed and all that kind of good things. If you said, you know, I got all that. My car is newer. It's been well checked. It's been well maintained. Being prepared, number one, is listen to your local weather. Listen to your local radio. The problem with the nationals is they may not get to your specific area where your local AM radios, your local sure. FM radios will absolutely give you. Well, that's why we love support. AM radio. Yep. I love AM radio. They're taking it out of vehicles right now. And it really is upsetting me because I love AM radio. Yeah. My dad and I were talking about that. They're taking it out of vehicles. And that's just not good because this is a reliable source. And my dad and I were talking about it. And Matt was talking about it with me as well. Yeah, and don't forget to bring a car charger with you for your phone, because even though you may have charged it at last night, if you're sitting in the car for a long time, you know what people do. If you get stuck in traffic, they get on their phone and start playing games and calling friends and you burn through your battery. That's true. So always carry an extra battery pack if you have a portable pack or at least a charger for your car. All right. Lauren Fix, one big question Arthur asks you every week. What are you driving this week? Uh, I have two vehicles this week. I have a brand new 2023 Kia Nero, which is a hybrid, gets 49 miles to the gallon. Pretty impressed with it. It is a finalist for the World Car of the Year. Fabulous. And I'm also, yeah, it's actually a pretty cool car. I'm pretty impressed. It's a direct competitor to the Prius. Uh, and then also I'm driving a 2023 Hyundai Santa Fe Calligraphy, which is the top of the line. Wow. I do like the Santa Fe. Pretty nice. It's a, it's the regular gas. There's a hybrid and a plug-in hybrid and an electric option. All right. Awesome. Uh, but both are both are good. Long warranties. That's All what right. I do well, like Lauren about Lauren Fix, it's Motor Monday with Lauren Fix, and you can find Lauren on carcoachreports.com. Lauren, promised you'll keep coming, and April will do a celebration of uh, car month. Yes, and I will be in the city for the New York Auto Show the first week of April. Fantastic. We'll have you in person, live. That would be fun. Yeah, All right, we'll Lauren Fix, Motor Monday. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, please drive safely. It's a nor'easter in this region, so drive safely. We'll be right back after this break. A good work partner knows what you need before you need it. That's how it feels when you work with Cintas. Your dedicated Cintas service reps get to know your business and have the industry knowledge that can help you prepare for what's ahead. They'll deliver your team's workwear freshly laundered. Make sure your first aid and safety supplies, mats, mops, and towels are stocked when you need them. And your fire extinguishers are inspected and in working order. Visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. So let me ask you, would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school and incurring all that debt? 
One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, there's this high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about. It's called court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on, leaving my my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. The clown with his pants falling down or the dance. That's a dream of romance or the scene. Listen, it is Monday in New York City. We're expecting a nor'easter. This is Joni Pelzer in Arthur Idala's chair, and Arthur Idala is huge into musicals. He sang at his high school poly prep. He went to college for it, and I am into theater. We have that in common. And so what better way to start the second half of our show than by talking about theater? We're in the greatest city for theater in the world, aren't we, Alex? We are. He's shaking just, his head. Nobody can see we, we his are. reactions. He's so happy right now. I am, because I love that you're talking about a new, uh, a new Nor'easter coming as the most exciting music's happening. That, that was great radio right, right there. I love that. Was, exactly. Like it was we've a got, cheery way to say, hey, rain's coming. So. 
I wanted to sing. I do not sing. So what's funny is our next guest, he doesn't really sing, but he writes. And the funny part of it is, which I have a little bone to pick with him and Tony Sportiello, who run the theater that I'm part of. This is a very personal segment to me. They write musicals based sometimes on a play that I was in. And then I don't sing. So I can't be in the musical. But yeah, you just said you don't sing. So right. you know, you're doing the audience a favor by not appearing in it. I want to be in it anyway. <laughs> All right, without further ado, I am going to read something that was written about this amazing human being that I'm going to talk to, Albert M. Tapper, AMT Theater, Albert M. Tapper Theater. We opened this theater and he's going to tell us why and how. Al is a renaissance man, truly a renaissance man. He has had various careers, composer, lyricist, playwright, humorist. Actually, he's written books as well. Baseball maven and former player, kind of still hits the ball once in a while. Businessman, highly successful, and a philanthropist. He has a rich tapestry of life, distinct and successful. He's done so many different things. Welcome to the Arthur Idella Power Hour, Albert M. Tapper. Well, thank you. I, I, um, I'm, thank you for that introduction. I'm not sure who you were talking about. But <laughs> sounded pretty good. You don't, you don't do enough things, Al. Yeah, yeah, he's not busy enough. Now you know the two gentlemen that are in the studio with me. You've met Alex G. Hey, yes, Al, how are and you? And Matt Sembolino. Always a pleasure, Al. <laughs> so we we all noticed your little twing. It's definitely not a New York accent. So tell the audience that is driving in their cars when there's about to be a nor'easter, where are you from? Well, I have lived in New York for 40 years, but I originally so you're a from, New Yorker. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I wasn't born here. I was born in Worcester, Massachusetts, which is a city right outside of Boston. Or about 40 miles from Boston. Which I know well. I actually worked up in Worcester with Verizon when I got a job out of college with Verizon. I was sent up there, and what I worked college? in Worcester. I was No, I was at SUNY Oswego, and I graduated, and I got a job. Uh-huh. My dad gr- retired from Verizon, and I was sent up to do work up in Boston and Worcester. And well, most people don't necessarily know Worcester, and I knew how to pronounce it. That's true. That's yeah. true that people pronounce it as Worcester. Exactly, which yeah. is so nice. Uh, so, Al, yeah. how did you get to – I know some of your story, but I don't know this. How did you get to New York? Well, I had written a show, and it was playing at uh, Michael Bennett's 890 Broadway. And I, we were in rehearsal and in uh, previews for weeks, and I'd have to fly back to Worcester and then come back to New York, then fly back to Worcester, and then come back to New York. And I found, not good. Oh, this, is, this is crazy. I'm not going to do this anymore. So I ended up getting an apartment in New York. And that was probably in the late 70s, early 80s. Wow. And I met you more than 20 years ago with Sharon Osowski and Tony Sportiello at the, you name where we were. At the West Side Cafe. And they have the Lori Beachman Theater downstairs. And you were doing a show. We were doing a show. And we started talking at the bar at the restaurant upstairs, and Tony was running something called Algonquin Theater Productions. And you and Tony looked at Sharon and I and said, we want you to help us put on a musical and be the general manager. And both of us looked at you like, 
you got to be kidding me. We, we have no idea what we're doing. How, we don't know how to be a general manager. And what did you say to us? Well, you said, you know, you'll learn. Yes, you'll get, you did. You'll learn. You we, did. We're not, worried, we're not worried about it. You, you girls are okay. And you Women trusted okay. us. And look at us yeah. 20-something years later. Yeah. So why did we all start a theater, a brand-new theater space, during a pandemic? Well, that's a, that's, that's a great question. I never thought in terms of it being a pandemic at the time. Uh, we're only really thinking about where we're going to play our next show. And we had written a new musical, and uh, we had no place to play it. Most of the theaters were closed because of the pandemic. And so we were thinking about, well, they're going to open at some point, and the pandemic's going to be over. So um, where can we go? Now, we both figured there was no place we knew. All the off-Broadway theaters were, were closed or booked. So I said, let's build a theater. I love and it. We, and we walked around the corner from, we were on 44th Street, around the corner to 45th Street, and there was a dance studio. And they weren't renting it any longer, so we walked in, and it was the space was big enough, and I said, this is it. Let's do it here. You lucked out. And so yeah. now we're about to put on a musical, and... You you wrote this musical, right? So tell us a little bit about this musical that's about to go up. Well, it's it's called uh, "On the Right Track," and it's a kind of a semi comedic drama uh, with a magician who could be viewed as God or an angel who can change uh, the future for people. And there are three stories. And each one has a problem in their story, and they don't know how to resolve it themselves, or they're not aware that they have one. And the conductor of the train, because it all takes place in a train, the conductor of the train is, is observing it always, and he manages to come in and, and change their minds about the things that they want to move, do and move forward. And as a result, the three couples, uh, or the three stories, end up, in a positive way, because the conductor has has uh, sprayed a little magic around, Ooh. and uh, and he's he's helped them all get through the problems. Well, I'm going to be helping promote this thing, and I'm really excited we're doing this. How did you know, or when did you know you had musical talent? Was it your entire life? Have uh, you always been musical? Well, you know, I started to write music when I was about ten or eleven. Uh, I, I, we lived in a small house and the biggest room was the living room and my father used to play the piano. So I didn't know, I didn't know required any skill or talent to do it. So when he would leave the piano, I would sit down and I'd, I'd pick out a tune and, uh, I thought that everybody could do that. I didn't think that required any skill that anybody could just do that. My grandma could do that. My grandma on my dad's side, she could play without music in front of her. She could just play. Well, this is also making up. You can play, but you, this, this, this is something you made up. So I would make it up and play it for my father. He never liked anything I did anyway. So no. he, he, didn't, he didn't like it, but I was only 12. Well, my father you know? likes what you do. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, um, of course, a few years later, I realized that no one does take a certain amount of skill to be able and talent to be able to write. And uh, but in the beginning, I was so young, I just heard it in my house and I was able to sit down at the piano and do it. So when did you actually write your first musical at that age or when did you write? Oh, your no, first no. Musical? I wrote my first musical when I was 20 and I was a, a, a junior a, a sophomore in college at Boston University. And every year, BU had a show 
I drew uh, a, a musical, and uh, my some of my uh, classmates knew that I could write, so they asked me if I would write the show. And I said, yeah, how much does it pay? <laughs> Always the entrepreneur. And they said $20. And I, and I said, hey, I'll take it. I mean, $20 was a lot of money. What would you do with uh, the 20 bucks? When you didn't bucks? have a nickel in your pocket, it was a lot of money. So I ended up writing the show. And the show was uh, called On 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 the Left Side of, of uh, Bay State Road. And what would you do with the money, the 20 bucks? Well, I had a girl that... I hadn't asked out because I couldn't afford to take her anywhere. But now I got $20 in my pocket. $20, you took her out. And so I took her to a restaurant uh, on Commonwealth Avenue. I think it was called Peter's. I'm not really sure what it was. and But it was a hangout. And so that's where I took her. And, I love you know, it. And we had, uh, I was able to spend a little money on her. So you impressed a girl at 20 years old. Oh, yeah. Old. With 20, I took out a $20 bill, and she was, whoa. She was, wow. So it's since so then, how rich. many musicals have you written? Uh, as of now, I've written seven. And is this that one have, now been, one of the seven? Performed. Yeah, this is one of the seven, and, and we've finished a new one, which is going to be played next year. Probably 2024. Maybe um, Arthur could be in that. It may be open in Connecticut. <laughs> Maybe we'll have Arthur audition for that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. You know what? You could, you could, there'd be, there's a role for Arthur. There you go. I love it. Yeah, so you yeah. were at BU. You did this at BU, and you graduated, and then what'd you do? Well, I went into the Army. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. That's news. That's, I didn't know that's, that. That's what everybody did. Uh, unless they were able to get out of it, but I didn't want to get out of it. I didn't want to go in it either. But uh, so I was, I was in the army, and then after that, uh, I went into business, and uh, and I was in the uh, uh, plastics, paper, steel, a lot of different products, all of whom had some worthy uh, function. Uh, they weren't just uh, hula hoops. They really have to be. <laughs> hey, hula something. hoops are pretty cool. I hula yeah, hoop. they're cool, but they're not. You know, they're not particularly practical. All right. So, but and a, I but understand. A plastic spoon is practical. A plastic spoon is practical. I understand yeah. you've been part of a bunch of movies, and I want to bring one up in particular that I've seen, and it's about Broadway. So, tell me a little bit about the the documentaries that you were involved in about Broadway, because I I know you well, love Broadway. Right. There were two. There were two. One was called Broadway: The Golden Age. And which we interviewed 110 performers who were uh, big stars in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And the second one I did was uh, Broadway, The Jewish Legacy. And it turned out, and I didn't know this at the time, uh, but it's the reason I did the movie. I, didn't, I found it out. It's the reason I did the movie. Is that 95% of all Broadway musicals uh, in, the, in the golden age were written by Jews. Wow. Why, why that is, I, don't, I still don't know. Even after doing the movie. But We're going to have to research was, that. Alex, get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. And did anybody in particular, we have about two more minutes left, Al, but I'm going to yeah. ask you to come back on because I think Arthur would absolutely love to chat with you, and I'm going to make him come see the show with me as well. Great. And Great. Um, I wanted to ask you, what, yeah. anybody in particular stand out when you did those Broadway, The Golden Age? Um, Leonard Bernstein. Uh, I think it's because his overall... Uh, talent as a composer stretched down so many streets. I mean, he could write pop, he could write rock and roll, yeah. he could write Broadway, and he could also write uh, serious classical music. 
and he and he was a lovely guy and uh, fun to be around. And uh, so I, you know, I, of all the people that we interviewed, we interviewed every living composer. Who knows? Maybe uh, you'll do another version and you'll be in it because you'll be <laughs> on Broadway. Well, I did. We interviewed Hal Prince. Uh, and and I asked Hal Prince um, who his favorite composer was, and he thought for a while. Then he said Steve. He meant Sondheim, of course. But I think the only reason he said Steve was because he, Steve was the only one still alive. <laughs> I love it. I don't think of them as as the same time period. No, no. Well, well you know, uh, they were at the same time period. They were about the same age. I think maybe he was a little four or five years older than Sondheim, but not much more. All right. We have to go to break, Al. Stick with okay. us. I'm going to ask you one more question when we come back from break. This is the Arthur Idola Power Hour. Be right back. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? Well, guess what? It's not. You can say, I do, with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance, on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. New York Cruises is the premier, unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding, cruise, event planning services every step of the way. Your guests will be wined and dined on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagements, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231. That's 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or just visit NewYorkCruises.com. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel, we're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. Let's go on a trip. My friend and morning show host Joe Piscopo has teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer to our AM 970 audience, a special Perillo tour with Joe Piscopo. Three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by Joe Piscopo, which is so much fun. Then fly to Sicily and spend four nights in Taromina with day trips like Syracuse, adorned by Greek, Roman, and Baroque architecture. Next, Taromina's Godfather Tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza de Argo and Savoca. See the famous Bar Vitelli, where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to beautiful Palermo for three more nights before flying home. Rome and Sicily, what a great customized trip. A Perillo Tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. So call today, 1-800-431-1515. That's one 800 4 311515 or go to com.
Well, well there's that great <laughs> singing that's keeping you off Broadway. I love this song. This reminds me of Will and Grace when Jack, just Jack, wanted to dance with Cher and they were at some event or something. So why are we playing Believe Well, by because Cher? today in 1999, which was the year I graduated high school. 19... 19- 99. 99. You graduated high school. You're not that old. Yes, I am. Cher started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with that song, Believe. I love that. I love Cher. Who doesn't love Cher? So we are back with my friend Albert M. Tapper because I didn't get to ask you, Al, why should people go see this show? I mean, I talk about this theater all the time. I say, you know what? We started a theater during the pandemic in the middle of New York to be a local community for New Yorkers. And so this particular show is about being on a train, which couldn't be more New York if you think about it. So why should people go see On the Right Track? Well, why would anybody go to see any show? This show is great. Uh, it's not, I'm not saying that because, because I'm involved in it. It's just uh, a pleasure. The songs are good and the story is more than interesting. And uh, I think people would enjoy it. And, and the prices are not Broadway prices. So. And I recently have gone to all different train stations when they had those holiday trains. Everybody loves things about trains. Like kids love it. Adults love it. It's like a thing. So I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, this is actually a song that actually says almost what you just said. Oh, good. Because I did yeah. not knew that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. You'll you? hear, when you hear it, you'll hear it. You'll know oh, it. I can't wait. Yeah. And did you hear my yeah. singing? Could I audition? Oh, yes. I that. <laughs> Is that you? Because uh, I, I, I thought I was being uh, attacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. You love, who doesn't love Cher? Come on, I can believe. No, I love Cher. I love, you and gotta I love, love that Cher. Song. That's a great song. It's a great song. She, so, you know. in order to get tickets, everyone go to amttheater.org. Right. org, And I know I'm going to ask Arthur if we could try and get everyone from the studio to go together one night. So we're going to try be, and do it. That would be a pleasure. Yeah, we will do it. it you know. Excellent, excellent. So thank you so much for being All on. Right. Promise me you'll come on again. Oh, I will. If you excellent. invite me, I'll be there. Thank you, you are going to be here. Thank you okay. so much for joining us. Okay. So we are almost at the end of our hour, and I'm sitting next to the sports guru, but I do have to mention one thing. We are going to have Hank Scheinkoff back on the show because there's a headline, Cuomo comeback. Jilly's running on it. So there's a lot of stuff going on in politics in New York. I mean, this is kind of crazy. Is he going to or isn't he going to? I mean, Arthur interviewed him. We did a two-part series. Right. And the last question that Arthur did ask the former exactly. governor was, what is next in your political career? And he purposely gave a very vague answer. <laughs> he did. said he was not going to answer the question. We're going to have to have him back why. on. Yeah, we're going to have to have him back on. Well, I happen to like Kristen, Kristen Gillibrand. I, I do. Um, she's from upstate New York. And I think, you know, all of New York is um, going through a lot of change. So we're going to have Mr. Hank Shankoff. So what's going on in sports? What is going on with the Nets? All right. Well, after my research department got to work, I got to <laughs> say the Nets have won. Get this five of their last six games. Remember, they thought, you know, New York thought, well, they got rid of KD. They got rid of Kyrie. What's going to happen next? Well, Dinwiddie and, and the crew are just keeping this whole thing alive for the Nets. So all it's right. good to see. They're, they're not out of the playoff race How are the Knicks all. doing? Oh, my goodness. The Knicks, well, I believe they beat the Lakers, right? Yes, they did. They did, right. So they're 
pushing through. They had like a 10 game. I should have asked streak. Matt because he's the one that Matt. He's I'm got the hat on Matt. too. He's still ranked fifth in the division at the Sam, moment. Sam, play it again. Sam, Knicks. <laughs> Here goes the Knicks. <laughs> I love it. And what about hockey? Anything? Go- it's hockey season. Well, it's a lot of season. And real quick, uh, hockey, the Rangers had a tough overtime loss yesterday. But you know what? They're still pretty much fifth, sixth in their conference. Okay. The Islanders and Devils are, are right in the playoff mix as well. Now, the Rangers played MSG, so there you go again. Arthur and the U.S. <laughs> baseball team beat Great Britain on Saturday. Oh, they play. Oh, isn't baseball in like. Um... The World Baseball Classics on right now. Okay. And tonight it's U.S. versus Canada, so stay tuned and for that. And they're in spring training too, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, yep. there you go. And how about nobody's mentioning college? I mean, Syracuse is out, so we get more radio time. True. But I also say this. <laughs> I right? own a UConn. He quickly dismissed that topic. Syracuse is out. <laughs> Iona versus UConn is a tri-state matchup to look for in this March Madness. So there you go. Wait, who? Iona versus UConn. Iona? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's where my niece's boyfriend goes to Iona. I didn't realize they were even in this. Rick Pacino Shows how much I follow basketball. Rick Pacino brought his team to the Madness, to the dance. So you know, we'll I can happens. shoot, though. I can I would shoot love a to basket. See that. I can. You can I'm, sing, I'm you can shoot. I would good. love to see that. I can't sing, but I can shoot. I can play pickleball well. Matt, what's going on in your world? What is going on in my world? I know you, like, slept here last night I over the weekend. I didn't sleep here last night. Briar and very... Nora must be like, what's going on, Dad? I, I'm definitely missing some family time, but you know what? I'm be thankful to have a job in the media industry, which is very shaky these Let days. Let me tell you, and everyone should be, my parents are texting about, about Sam and Alex, so now my mom's calling you Sam. Um, you know, yes, AM radio, we should support AM radio, and I do not like that they're taking it out of cars, so... No, 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 no. All right. I'm joining you again tomorrow night where we will have Times Square Tuesday with Tom Harris and Broadway Association. Christine Nicholas will give you a real update on crime, what's going on in New York. And we're going to have another police chief on soon. You guys have a great evening. Drive carefully. Be careful of the Nor'easter. Thank you so much for joining me. Joan Pelzer, Alex Garrett, Matt Sambolino. Over and out. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.